Hello and welcome to another edition of the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea, episode 66, I believe. I could be totally wrong on that. We should know this. I don't know why we don't. Yep, 66. I was right. All right. 66, episode 66. Well, we did win a series. Yeah, it did. The week did start out. Weekend started out bad for the Red Sox. They did lose a game, but it blew out on Friday and then won in a close game where Rich Hill basically dominated in that game. Yeah, so Red Sox took two out of three from another uh, tough opponent, another AL East opponent. So pretty good, pretty good. A really tough one, too. Yeah, someone who's trying to get into the postseason. So, at, I mean, at this point, it, I know the season is probably going to be done for us this year. And we're probably not going to make the postseason or win the World Series at least. At least, or make, yeah, make the postseason or win the World Series. It would be kind of fun just to play spoiler a little bit. So for some of these teams, especially like the Orioles, maybe the Yankees, that's who we got to play this week. Yeah. On the week of my birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Narcissist. Yeah. All right. All right. So game one. So. Apparently in this game, Nick Pavetta or Bayo, he did pitch pretty good. And then right up until the sixth inning, he kind of started to crumble. Bullpen couldn't hold it. Killboard couldn't do his job. And the Red Sox end up losing this game three to two, despite uh, Xander Bogart's home run in the third inning. But yeah. So the Red Sox, they fall to, I believe at this point, five straight or. Four straight games in a row, and they fall to 67 and 72. Yeah. Yeah, not getting done. All right. Game one. All right, here are Red Sox box scores. Here we go. All right, leading off and playing left field, Tommy Pham. He went one for five. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he did strike out once. All right. Then uh, batting second and playing uh, right field, Alex Verdugo, two for four. It was a pretty good night from him. No runs, no RBIs though. Did have a walk, but he did, but he did not strike out any times or struck out zero times. All right, batting uh or uh, I can't talk. Batting third and playing shortstop is Xander Bogarts, three for five. So a nice night from him. Uh, one run, two RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right, batting fourth and playing third base, Rafael Devers, over free. So he just continues to struggle a little bit too. Um, no runs, no RBIs. He did walk once, and he struck out zero times. All right. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. I'm bat- I can't talk. Uh, batting fifth and playing uh, second base is Trevor Story. 0 for 4. No runs, no RBIs, no walks. And he does strike out two of those four bats. Batting sixth and playing DH is uh, J.D. Martinez. Two for free, so pretty good night from him. No runs, no RBIs, did walk once, and he struck out zero times. And then pinch running for him and playing DH was uh, Rob Ref Snyder, but he did not get in a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his line score. All right. Tristan Casas, he batted seventh and played uh, first base. 0 for free, so no runs, no RBIs. He did walk once, and he did strike out one of those three at bats. All right. And then batting eighth and playing us or batting eighth and playing center field, Kike Hernandez, 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. All right. 
And then uh, bat, or, and then batting ninth and playing catcher was a uh, or uh, Connor Wong. He goes one for free, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. And then uh, pinch hitting for him and playing catcher was Reese McGuire, 0 for 1. And that one at bat was a strikeout. All right. Okay, so here we go. So doubles, just one from Verdugo and one from uh, Connor Wong, and that's about it. And then a home run from Xander uh, Bogarts, his 13th of the year. 13th? Really? No, that, that can't be right. 13th of the year? Really? Hold on, I want I want to see this. Really, thirteenth? Really, that, that that can't be right. Yeah, same thirteenth of the year. I know he wasn't hidden that much. Really, for, okay, I kind of I'm kind of starting to see. All right, maybe, yeah. Okay, maybe he. Yeah, okay, all right. All right. Okay, never mind then. All right, so his 13th of the year, third inning off of uh, Austin Vove with uh, one on and two out. And then RBIs is two from Bogarts. That's about it. And then a couple fielding assists from uh, – or, or a fielding assist from uh, Verdugo, basically gunned down uh, Mullins trying to make it into a double, and that's about it. All right, Boston pitching, here we go. So getting the start in this one and pitching 5.1 innings fresh off his uh, – Career performance, but getting the loss in this one, so he's now one and five for the year. Is Brian Bayo? He gives up three hits, surrenders three runs. All three of them were earned. Walks four people. He does punch out seven. Gives up zero home runs and leaves the game with a five point seventy nine ERA. Caleb Ord. He comes in and pitches zero point two innings and gets a blown save, his first of the year. Um, gives up a hit, but does not surrender any runs, and obviously none of them are earned. Uh, walks a person, strikes out nobody, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 6.33 ERA. Zach Kelly, he comes in and pitches one inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. He does walk a person, strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 2.70 ERA. All right, the Bucks won. All right. Beat the Cowboys. All right, so I'm seven and fourteen in uh, pick them. I just saw that notification on my phone. All right. Anyway, uh, Matt Barnes. He came in and pitched one inning, gave up a hit, but did not surrender a run. Obviously, none of them are earned. Uh, walked a person, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game and left the game with a five point fifty eight ERA. All right. Okay, Orioles pitch or uh, Orioles box scores. Here we go. All right, leading off and playing center field, Cedric Mullins, Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, yeah, that's what they were kind of calling him on the broadcast. too, Cedric the Entertainer, nicknaming him. All right, but anyway, Cedric Mullins. He uh, went uh, three for five, so or three for four, so pretty good night from him. One run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right, and then batting second and playing uh, catcher was uh, Adley Rutschman. Oh, for free, but he does score a run, but no RBIs, does walk once, and he strikes out zero times. All right. And then uh, batting third and playing DH, Anthony Santander, he goes oh for free. He does score a run also, but no runs. One or but no, He does score a run, but no RBIs, one walk, and he does strike out one of those three at-bats. Okay. Then uh, batting fourth and playing first base, Ryan Mountcastle, he goes oh for free. No runs, no RBIs. Does walk once and strikes out zero times. 
All right. And then uh, batting fifth and playing shortstop, Gunnar Henderson. He goes uh, three for two or two for free, so a pretty good night from him. No runs, two RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out once. Gunner. Yeah. All right. He must, he must be from the – That's I don't know. Let's see where he's from. He's from Alabama. Okay, I guess that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Gunner. That just, that just sounds like a – Really, like someone from the south could have that name. I mean, not that, yeah, just yeah, so yeah, so yeah. I mean, I did see he's from Alabama, so I mean, yeah, all right, so all right, anyway. Um, batting six and playing on third base is Ramon Arreyes. He goes 0 for 2, no runs, no RBIs. He does walk once and strikes out zero times. All right, and then uh, batting seventh and playing second base, uh, Rugnet Odor, he goes 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out one of those four at-bats. All right, batting eighth and playing left field, Austin Hayes, he goes 0 for 3, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out two of those three at-bats. Huh. All right, and then uh, batting – all right, and then uh, batting or uh, batting ninth and playing right field, hold on. Is a uh, Kyle Schroeder. He goes uh, 0 for two, no run, no runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he does strike out two, all two of those two at bats. Yeah, because the one walk does not count as an actual at bat. All right, then just only offense was basically a double from a uh, Henderson and just an RBI two from a uh, Gunnar Henderson. That's about it. Uh, caught stealing attempt also by Cedric Mullins, but he got gunned down in the first inning. Yeah, off of a. Uh, uh, Connor Wong uh, got him. So, yeah, that's about it. All right. Baltimore pitching. Here we go. So, getting the start in this one is uh, Austin Vove. He uh, pitches four innings, gives up five hits, surrenders two runs. All two of them are earned. Walks two people, strikes out five, gives up a home run, and leaves the game with a 1.41 ERA. All right. And this dude, hold on. D.L. Hall. D.L. Hall, he comes in and pitches one in, 1.1 innings, does give up a hit, but does not surrender a run, and obviously none of them are earned. Walks a person, strikes out nobody, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with 11.37 ERA. Yeah. Well, he pitched good in this game. All right. And this dude. Uh, Jake Reed, he comes in and pitches a 1.1 innings and gets the win, so he's now 2-0 for the season. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Uh, walks nobody, strikes out nobody, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 6.08 ERA. All right, so now Perez, he comes in and pitches 0.1 innings. Does give up a hit, but does not surrender a run, and obviously none of them were earned. Walks a person, strikes out nobody, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 1.48 ERA. All right, Brian Baker, he came in and pitches uh, 0.2 innings. Does give up a hit, but does not surrender a run, and obviously none of them are earned. Walks nobody, strikes out nobody, gives us zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 4.19 ERA. Dylan Tate, he or Dylan Tate, he comes in and pitches 1.1 innings and gets a save, his fourth of the year. Um, does give up a hit, but does not surrender a run, and obviously none of those runs are earned. Um Walks nobody, strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 2.66 ERA. All right, let's go over the scoring summary. All right, so nothing to go on until the top of the third inning. That's where the Red Sox strike first. 
as Xander Bogarts, he hits a two-run home run into right center field to score himself and Connor Wong to make it 2 nothing Red Sox. But then the bottom of the sixth, that's where things started, went bad. So basically a wild pitch by uh, Caleb Ord scores uh, Cedric Mullins to make it a uh, 2-1 Red Sox, but by one run. And then Gunnar Henderson scored the tying run and the winning run as he singles into right field to score Adley Rutschman and Amphi Santander to make it a 3-2 Baltimore lead. That's where your final score would stand. I don't know. I've kind of put a little bit of blame on both pitchers. Brian Bale, because he did get the loss, and he did. And those, at least the three or uh, all the runs were kind of responsible for him. And, like, he was responsible for all three runs. But still, Caleb Ward should have held that held that down too. He yeah, especially he should still get the he should get a little bit more of the blame because he didn't hold the line and stuff like that. Yeah, and even Carabas said it too, like Caleb Ward is not invited for 2023. So yeah. I mean, I kind of agree too. I mean, seriously, I mean Caleb Ward has kind of been a little bit of an adventure this year for the bullpen. I mean, there might be times where he's good and there might be some times, a lot of times where he's not that good. And, yeah. He just wasn't, yeah, good tonight, or good in this game. But I will say this. I mean, Bale did pitch really good up until the sixth inning, where he kind of, like, started kind of, like, giving up base hits to the point where, like, now all three of those base hits were basically, yeah, low the base and stuff like that. So, I mean, but still, I mean, give I mean, I thought he was going to pitch another gym too, especially since the Red Sox basically gave him two runs with a Bogart home run. I thought he was going to pitch a gem. There were times, too, that I thought, okay, he's going to – like he did got in the trouble, especially in the fifth inning. But either that, he found a way to get out of it. But the sixth, he, he just didn't. Yeah, a little bit, too. I mean – but still, I should say both him and Caleb Ward should both, all, both get the blame for this uh, loss. All right. And that's about it for game. And that's about it for game one of the series. I don't know. Do you think we have time to go over game two in the segment? I don't know. I'm kind of thinking about it. I don't know. There's just been a. I mean, game two. This is where a lot of scoring happened. A lot for the Red Sox too. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like we should. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's just try it. All right. So in game two, um, Michael Walker he pitched really good, and the offense exploded in this game. They scored seventeen runs, basically one of the highest scoring games for them this season, and they end up winning this game seventeen to four in a laugher. That it just wasn't even a contest. It was pretty much over like around the fifth inning. So fifth or fourth, or base of the fifth, or base of the fourth and fifth inning. So yeah. <laughs> so they uh, end their four-game losing streak and get their first win since uh, last Sunday. So almost six days, and they improved to sixty-eight and seventy-two. Really good. All right, here we go. Red Sox box scores. Leading off and playing uh, left field was Tommy Pham. He went zero for one. One run, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. 
All right, and then uh, substituting for him and playing left field, uh, Abraham Almonte. He uh, goes three for two or two for free, so pretty good night. Pretty good night from him. Two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, batting set or uh, batting second and playing right field, Alex Verdugo. Six or two for six, so good day from him also, or good night from him also. Two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right. And then uh bat or uh and then uh batting third and playing uh shortstop is Xander Bogarts. One for free, two runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out once. And then pinch hitting for him and playing first base was uh Tristan Casas. He goes 0 for 0 because that one at bat that he had was a walk, but he does score a run in that at bat. But that one at bat was a walk and that does count as a RBI. So 0 for 0, basically. Yeah. Uh batting fifth, batting fourth, and playing for base, Rafael Devers, three for five. So a pretty good day from him. One run, five RBIs, zero walks, and he's only strike out, and he only struck out once. All right. Pinch hitting for him and playing for base was uh, Connor Wong, or a one for one, one run, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. So a good day from him. Did at least his job. All right, batting fit or batting fifth and playing uh, second base, uh, Trevor Story, two for five. So a pretty good day from him. One run, three RBIs, one walk, and he does strike out twice. Uh, bat or uh, and then uh, batting. All right, and then uh, batting six and playing DH, J.D. Martinez, two for five, so a pretty good day from him. Also, one run, one RBI, one walk, and he does strike out once. All right, and then batting seventh and playing first base and shortstop, uh, Christian Arroyo, two for five or two for six, one run, three RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out, and he struck out once. All right, and then uh, batting eighth and playing center field was uh, Kike Hernandez, four, six for four, so or four for six, so a pretty good day from him, or night, I should say, because the game did happen like mid-afternoon and kind of like into like uh, Saturday night. Uh, two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, then batting ninth and playing catcher, Kevin Puecki, two for five, so a good day from him, slash night also, two runs. One RBI, one walk, and he strikes out. And he strikes out zero times. All right, here we go. So doubles, uh, one from Kike, uh, one from Puecki, and then uh, one from uh, JD. Then home runs, a grand slam by uh, Rafael Devers, his 26th home run of the year in the first inning off of Jordan Lyles with three on and nobody out. Then Christian Arroyo, his sixth home run of the or a sixth home run of the year in the fifth inning off of Keegan Aiken. With one on and nobody out. Then RBIs, uh, one from El Monte, uh, three from Arroyo, five from Devers, uh, one from Kike, one from JD, one from Pawecki, three from Story, and uh, one from Verdugo, and then uh, one from Connor Wong. All right. That's about it. And then Boston pitching, here we go. So getting the start on this one, Michael Walker pitched six innings, and he got the win. So he's now 11-1 and one from the years. Keeps on rolling. He just keeps on rolling. Yeah, that. I mean, that would actually be a good signing, another good signing for the Red Sox to do this offseason. Get back Michael Walker. Yeah. All right. So he gave up six hits. He does surrender three runs. All three of them are earned. Uh, walked nobody. Struck out five. Gave up one home run and left the game with a two point uh sixty nine ERA. Ryan Brazier. He came in and pitched an inning. Uh, one or zero zero hits. No runs, and obviously none of them are earned. 
walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with 6.24 ERA. Scramble eggs, oh, for my face. <laughs> well, except these scramble eggs were, yeah. It's a Frazier joke. All right. Anyway, move on. Uh, Matt Strom or Matt or uh, Strom Bully. He came in and pitched an inning. He does give up a hit, but he does surrender and he does surrender run. But that one run was not earned. Uh, walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a three point nineteen ERA. Eduardo Bazardo. He came in and pitched one inning. He does give up a hit, but he does not surrender run, and obviously none of them were earned. Walk nobody, struck out nobody, gave up, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 7.20 ERA. All right, Orioles box scores. Here we go. All right, leading off and playing uh, center field was uh, Cedric Mullins. Uh, gave up two, or he went uh, two for four, so pretty good day from him also. Uh, does score a run, two RBIs, zero walks, and he does strike out two times. All right, and then uh, batting uh, second and playing catcher was uh, Adley Rutschman. He goes 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out two of those four bats. All right. Batting third and playing right field is uh, Anthony Santander, uh, one for free, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. All right, and then pinch hitting for him and playing right field was Ryan McKenna. He goes 0 for 1, 1 or he also – 0 for 1. He does score a run, though, but no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, batting fourth and playing first base is uh, Ryan Mountcastle. Mountcastle, he goes uh, 2 for 4, no runs, 1 RBI, 0 walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, batting fifth and playing DH is uh, Jesus Aguilar. He goes 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. All right, and then uh, substituting for him but playing right field was uh, Kyle Stroder. He goes, but he does not get a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his line score. All right, bang six and playing uh, third base is Gunnar Henderson. He goes uh, one for four, one run, zero RBI, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. Right. Bang seventh and playing second base is uh, Ramon Arias. One for free, one run, zero RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right, and then Banks, or uh, and then substituting for him, but playing second base was hold on, let's see here. Um, Taron Varva, Vavra, Taron Vavra. He uh goes one for one, no runs though, no RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, and then bang eighth and playing left field is uh, Austin Hayes, 0 for four, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, then bang ninth and playing shortstop is Jorge Mateo. He goes 0 for free, no runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, then just the only offense they had was basically a double from Arias, a home run from Cedric Mullins, his 14th of the year in the third inning off of Michael Walker with uh, nobody on and two out. And then RBIs, just uh, one from Mateo, one from Mountcastle, and then two from Cedric Mullins. And then an outfield assist by uh, Anthony Santander on Devers. I'm not pretty sure what when that happened, but yeah, he did have an outfield assist. So yeah. All right. Well, oh, Baltimore pitching. Here we go. So getting the start in this one and pitching 3.2 innings, but getting the loss is uh, Jordan Lyles. He is 10 and 10 for the year. Uh, 500. All right. All right. So he gave up seven hits, surrendered eight runs. All eight of them were earned. Walked a person, only struck out one person, 
and gave up one home run and left the game with a 4.62 ERA. Keegan Aiken, he came in and pitched two innings, gave up five hits, surrendered two runs, all two of them were earned, walked a person, only struck out one, gave up one home run, and left the game with a 3.03 ERA. All right. Then Joey Crable, he came in and pitched uh, 1.1 innings, gave up a hit, but did not surrender a run, and obviously none of them were earned. Walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.77 ERA. All right, and then, hold on. Then uh, Gen- our Jenner uh, Cano, he came in and pitched uh, 1.2 innings, gave up seven hits, surrendered seven runs, or gave up six hits, surrendered seven runs. All seven of them were earned. Walked three people, struck out three, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 12.33 ERA. And then coming in as a position player, Ryan McKenna, he pitches 0.1 innings, gives up two hits, surrenders zero runs, all seal them earned. Walked nobody, or walked a person, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 0.00 ERA. All right. All right. So here we go. So in the Top of the first inning, Red Sox score first. As I said, Rafael Devers hits a grand slam in the center deep center field to score himself, Tommy Pham, Alex Verdugo, and Xander Bogarts. 4 nothing Red Sox at this point. But bottom of the third, uh, the Orioles do kind of make it a well, – hold on. At bottom of the third, the Red Sox or Orioles do make it a three-run game as Cedric Mullins, he homers in the right center field to make it a one or four to one. Red Sox at this point. Top of the fourth, though, Kevin Puecki, he doubles in the right field to score and, or the score uh, Kike Hernandez to make it 5-1 to one Red Sox. Then 6-1 to one Red Sox as Alex Drugo, he singles in the right field to score Kevin Puecki. And then a single by Rafael Devers into center field scores Alex Drugo 7-1 Red Sox at this point. Then 8-1 to one as uh, Trevor Story, he singles in the right field to score uh, Xander Bogarts. But Rafael Devers, okay, this is where the um, outfield assist came in. Rafael Devers does kind of get thrown out at third, trying to make it into a triple, so, or make it into, like, advanced to third. So he's out there. That's kind of the ending. All right. Top of the fifth, Christian Royal. He goes yard into a left field to score himself and J.D. Martinez. 10-1 to Red Sox at this point. But Baltimore, they do not quit. Um, or, or Jorge Mateo, he hits a sack fly into a left field to score Gunnar Henderson to make it 10 to 2 uh, Red Sox lead, but by eight at this point. Still a huge lead. Then a seven run lead as uh, Cedric Mullins, he singles into left field to score uh, Ramona Reyes, make it 10 to 3 Red Sox at this point. Top of the eight, Trevor Story, he singles in the left field to score. Uh, Abraham Almonte to make it 11 to 3 Red Sox. Then top bottom of the eighth, 11 to 4 as a uh, Ryan Mountcastle. He singles in the left field to score Ryan McKenna to make it uh yeah, as I said, 11 to 4. Top of the ninth, Abraham Almonte. He singles into a right field to score Kike Hernandez, 12 to 4 Red Sox. Connor Wong, he singles in or singles off the pitcher, or basically do or in for an infield single to score Kevin Pawecki. 13 to 1 Red Sox lead at this point. Then a walked in run by Trevor Story scores Abraham Almonte 14 to 4. 
15 to 4 as another walked in run. JD Martinez walk or uh, JD Martinez walks to score Tristan or Tristan Casas. And then 16 to 4 as Christian Arroyo, he singles in the left field to score Connor Wong. All right. And then uh, Kiki Hernandez, finally, he singles in the right field to score Trevor Story to make it 17 to 4. That is where your final score would stand. And about time to, because we are running out of time in the segment. Uh, so basically, anyway, what I'm trying to say is so uh, just a huge, a lot of scoring in this game and another great performance from Michael Walker. He pitched really good. That's why I'm kind of telling you, if we're looking for another rotation arm, maybe re-sign, maybe Walker, and maybe, yeah, yeah, basically just get back Walker. I mean, he's pitching really good this year. I mean, for a guy that we thought was going to be kind of like a Wade Miley or a Garrett Richards 2.0, he's not really proven that. He's kind of proven that it was kind of worth the one-year deal to sign someone like Waka. Yeah. Just really great day in this game. A lot of offense and another great pitching performance from Michael Waka. And now we will go to break because we are like literally a min- or minute or so from having this uh, recording end. So we will go to break and then come back and wrap up the recap and other things too. So don't go anywhere, folks. All right. Welcome back. And we're going to wrap up the recap. So – yeah, so today's game, not really much going on offensively like it was yes or on Saturday or yesterday. Only seven hits from both sides. But the Red Sox scored the one and only run of that game. They take the series on a pitching, another dominating pitching performance, this time from Rich Hill as he basically just basically uh, buckles up and basically like just wheels and deals in this game. Bullpen holds on. Um, Red Sox win one to nothing, wrap up the series, ready for the off day, as they basically win two straight games in a row and improve to 69 and 72. All right, here we go. All right, so leading off or for the Red Sox, leading off and playing uh, left field was Tommy Pham, one for four, one run, zero RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right, and I want to do something real quick before we continue. Got to do something. All right. Okay. Anyway, all right, back to it. All right, returning. All right, so um, batting second and playing right field, Alex Verdugo, one for four, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. All right. Batting uh, or uh, batting third and playing shortstop, Xander Bogarts, one for two, no runs, one RBI, one walk, and he struck out zero times. All right. Then batting or uh, batting fourth and playing third base, Rafael Devers one for four or one for four, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. All right, and then uh, batting fifth and playing second base, Trevor Story, zero for three, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out two of those three at bats. Then substituting for him and playing second base is Christian Arroyo. Um, he does score only one run, or he does only score. But it's a walk, and so it doesn't count as an at bat. So just one walk. All right. Batting or uh, batting six and playing DH. Uh, JD Martinez, 0 for free, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does and he strikes out zero times. All right. Then batting seventh and playing first base, Tristan Casas. He goes 0 for free, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out one of those three at bats. All right, and then uh. Ba- or and the, then batting eighth and playing center field, Kike Hernandez. He goes 0 for 1, 
no runs, no RBIs, two walks, and he strikes out zero times. So that'll explain the one at bats. Yeah, because all three other of his bats would have been at bats, but they are walks and they don't count as bats. All right. And then uh, batting ninth and playing catcher, Connor Wong, he goes 0 for 2, and all two of those at bats were strikeouts. All right. So just the RBI, just that's the only offense in that game, just the RBI by uh, Xander Bogarts, and that's about it. Oh, and then a stolen base by uh, Tommy Pham, his eighth of the year. All right. And then there we go, Boston pitching. Here we go. All right, so getting the start on this one and pitching five innings is Rich Hill. He also gets the win, so he's now seven and six for the year, so pretty good. Only gave up two hits, surrendered no runs. Obviously, none of them were earned. Walked three people, punched out seven, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.56 ERA. All right. Uh, John Schreiber, he came in and pitched an inning. One hit, but no runs, and obviously none of them were earned. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.04 ERA. What's this about Dak Prescott? Oh, he sounded definitely, ah, oh, really need surgery. Oh, he's on a few of my fantasy teams. Well, crap. I might have to get rid of him soon. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, damn it. All right. Anyway, let's move on. All right. This is the baseball podcast, but we'll talk a little bit of other sports too. All right. Off the side. All right. So get, and then pitching an inning is uh, Matt Strom, Strom Bully. He, he came in and pitched an inning, as I said. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.11 ERA. Garrett Whitlock, he came in and pitched an inning. No hits, no runs, and definitely none of them are earned. He does walk a person, though, but he stri- strikes out two and gives up zero home runs and leads the game with a 3.42 ERA. Matt Barnes, he came in and pitched an inning and got the save his fifth of the year. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 5.40 ERA. All right. Orioles box scores. Here we go. Leading off and playing center field was Ryan McKenna. He goes 0 for 3. No runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he struck out, and he strikes out one time. All right. I knew a Pat McKenna. I don't think this dude's related, though. But, yeah, same last name, McKenna. Good Irish name, isn't it? Yeah. Well, if it turns out he's Scottish, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. All right. Substituting for him and Banks, uh, but playing second base was Taryn Varva. Uh, but he does not get a bat whatsoever. So there's no point going over his line score. All right. And then uh, batting second and playing right field, Anthony Santander. He goes one for four. No runs, no RBIs, no walks. And he does strike out three times. All right, and then uh, batting third and playing first base is uh, Ryan Mountcastle, 0 for 4. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out two of those four bats. Batting fourth and playing third base is Ramon Arreyes, 0 for 4. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out one of those four bats. All right, and then uh, batting fifth. I was trying to think here. Yeah, batting fifth and playing uh, DH is – Jesus Aguilar, he goes 0 for 2, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out one of those two at-bats. 
And then pinch hitting for him was uh, Gunnar Henderson. He goes 0 for 1, no runs, no RBIs. He does walk once, and he strikes out that one at bat. Official one at bat, I should say. All right. Then batting six and playing left field, Austin Hayes, two for free, so good day from him. No runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. All right. And then batting seventh and playing shortstop, Jorge Mateo, 0 for 4. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out one of those four bats. All right, batting eighth and playing second base, Rugnet Odor. He goes 0 for 1, and that one at bat was a strikeout. All right, and then substituting for him and playing center field was uh, Cedric Mullins. He went 0 for 1 also, and that one at bat also was a strikeout. All right, and then uh, batting ninth and playing catcher uh, or uh, Robinson Torinos. He goes 0 for 2, no runs, no RBIs, walked once, but struck out two of those or all two of those official at bats. Okay. And then pinch hitting for him was Adley Rutschman. He goes 0 for 4 or 0 for 1, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. So not really a lot of offense, just a couple of hits, just three hits just from Hayes and just uh Santander, but a stolen base from a Odor, and that's about it, six of the year. But that's about it offensively for the Orioles in this game. Yeah. All right. Baltimore pitching. Here we go. So Kyle Bradish, he gets a start, but gets the loss in this game too. He uh, went. He's now three and six. He pitched seven innings, gave up two hits, but surrendered the one and only run, and that one run was earned. Walked two people, struck out three, gave up zero home runs, and left the game. With a 5.01 ERA. Brian Baker, he came in and pitched an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked a person, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.12 ERA. Dylan Tate, he came in and pitched 0.1 innings. Gave up two hits, uh, excuse me, uh, but surrendered no runs, and obviously none of them were earned. Walked nobody, struck out one. Gave up zero home runs and left the game with a 2.64 ERA. All right. Sanel uh, Perez, he came in to pitch 0.2 innings. No hits, no runs, no earned runs, obviously. Uh, walked a person, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.46 ERA. All right. So let's go on with the scoring summary. And it's just the only scoring was in the first inning. And it was basically a uh, sack fly by Sander Bogarts to score Tommy Pham to make it one nothing Red Sox. That's where your final score would stand. Yeah, that was easy. Yeah, that was about – yeah. Quick game. I mean, I was watching that on mute, but then listening to the Patriots game. Yeah, I was listening to the Patriots game. Yeah, I listened to football on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, I, was tr- I wanted to watch it too. Like, actually, yeah, because that actually is better. We're actually seeing it. Like, but still – Anyway, but yeah, just not a lot to talk about this game except Rich Hill pitched a gem. Yes, only giving up two hits. Yeah, I wasn't too paying too close attention to the game because I was also trying to watch that and listen to the Patriots game at the same time. But yeah, only two hits, didn't give up a run, only walked three people and punched out seven. Well, I mean, seven, I mean, but still, I mean, that's still pretty good for. There were times where, like, he kind of, like, gave up a couple of hits. And, if, uh, yeah, he was kind of, like, you could see kind of emotion. Because the guy's a competitor. He wants to win. And when he doesn't do good, he feels like he's not doing good himself. And he gets mad at himself. And, I, yeah, I mean, 
I mean, he's got that Massachusetts. Yeah, Milton-born Massachusetts native. I mean, he's got that in him. Speaking about him and the Patriots, I mean, seriously. So apparently he got kicked out of a Patriots game in 2019, him and his wife, because they had an issue with bagging and stuff like that. She wanted to bring in a bag, and they wouldn't let her and stuff like that. And, like, so ever since then, the Patriots have not been to the postseason, or when they have gone to the postseason, they usually are out in the first round. Yeah, they're out. Yeah. I will say, did Rich Hill put a hex on the Pats? <laughs> I don't know, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I feel like we haven't been the same since uh, or TB12 left uh, New England. Just the Pats just haven't been the same. Yeah. And those days were the glory days. Yeah. I'm speaking about this because this is week one of the NFL. So, yeah. yeah. That's why I was kind of looking at fantasy football, too. I can't believe that Dak Prescott might have to have certain season in surgery. Oh, my God. <sighs> Well, I'm going to have to be looking for a new quarterback, at least for backup for some of my teams, because he just kind of want my backup. Because I, I draft two quarterbacks just for the sake of, yeah, you know what, just have depth and stuff like that. And just, yeah. yeah. So I have, like, two quarterbacks and stuff like that just for the, uh, if one went down, then, yeah, then, yeah. Or I kind of do switch them back and forth, kind of, you know, just about that. So, yeah. But anyway, so still a good game. I mean, Rich Hill pitched really good, and that's about the only thing. There wasn't really a lot of offense in this game, like Saturday's game, but like only seven hits from both sides altogether, and that's, yeah. I mean, not bad. I mean, good thing is Red Sox ended up winning the game and won the series. And at this point, I know the season is probably much over at this point, but at this point, you can just only just play spoiler at this point. Ruin it for a few other teams too, especially in our division too. Ruin it for a few other teams. Yeah. yeah, I mean, especially now we got the Yankees coming up this week. So, yeah, and the, that next series, yeah. But, yeah. All right. Good weekend. Did start out pretty bad, but it ended up good for the Red Sox. For my other teams, uh, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, especially like Notre Dame. Ugh. Let's not talk about Notre Dame. Ugh. Losing to Marshall? Ugh. Marshall. I mean, I could see them have like losing the Ohio State because Ohio State's a better team and one of the top four teams. But Marshall, Marshall, <sighs> I kind of feel bad for someone like Marcus Freeman. I mean, seriously, he got thrown into this position too because Kelly was a snake and decided to go lead for LSU, and what? And now he got thrown in position. Now he's. In a really bad position now. He, he really got inherited with a really bad situation right now. And I feel sorry for the dude. I I'm, I really want him to succeed in Notre Dame. It's just, really, we couldn't get a win. And that would have been an easy win, too, at home against an opponent that's not really that good or not a top-ranked opponent. I mean, I, I, I saw the jokes on Twitter and stuff like that, and they were just like, Stuff like cancel Notre Dame. Nice season, Notre Dame from Portnoy. I mean, yeah. I mean, I do like Portnoy, and I do kind of get it. I mean, he went to Michigan, and there's kind of a huge rivalry between Michigan and Notre Dame. So, I mean, but still, I I knew he was going to say something about that immediately after the game. Nice season, Notre Dame. <laughs> <sighs> Shut up. <laughs> Sorry to say that to Portnoy, but at the same time, <sighs> 
please shut up. Oh my god. That's the one thing I will have beef with Portnoy, just the whole Michigan nerd Dame thing. Everything else, he's a big Boston sports guy from Boston and uh Mantucket. I mean, seriously, I mean, seriously, that's how where Barstool began was in New England and in Boston. Yeah, that's kind of how he always started, like in Boston, Massachusetts. So yeah. Anyway, so anyway, yeah, so great series. Back to that, just great series. Yeah. Although the rest of the weekend wasn't that great. So, but still, yeah. Still great for the Red Sox. Yeah. And all at the and at this point, you could just only play spoiler at this point. Yeah. All right. So let's get into what's up on the farm. And this week is gonna be the end of the season for a few or for uh Salem and or Greenville because their seasons come to an end this week and none of them made the postseason, especially Greenville. But anyway, let's get into it. All right, so where do we left off, right? Or Thursday? We left off on Thursday. All right, so Thursday. Yeah, because we recorded on uh, oh, Wednesday. Wednesday night. All right. Okay. Come on, go. All right. Sorry, I was trying to get this one to load. All right. So Worcester. So they played a doubleheader on Thursday to make up the game that was rained out on uh, Monday on Labor Day. So, all right. So game one. That is game one. Yeah. So game one, they played uh, the Lee Valley High uh, Iron Pigs. But lost that game 5-1. to one. So, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, 5-1. to one. Um, They are now 68-63 and 63 at this point. Despite home, despite a home run from Jaron Duran, he's starting to kind of find his swing back in Worcester. Like, yeah, so that's kind of good for him. Um, Santos gets the loss, so he's now one and four for the year with a seven point thirty six ERA. All right, then in game two uh, of that uh, doubleheader, Worcester does end up splitting the series and winning the game nine to one against uh, Lee Valley. So pretty good, or Lee Valley High, or Lee Valley High, I should say. Or Lehigh Valley, I should say. Lehigh Valley. All right. They are now 69 and 63 at this point. Thanks to a home run from Manessis. So pretty good. Johan Manessis. So pretty good. Pretty good. Or Mies, or Manessis. Uh, yeah. There was another guy last year on our team. It's now with the Nationals. Joey Manessis. So, yeah. So, I kind of got the two mixed up. So, anyway. All right. Keller gets the win, so he's now five and five with a three point six or fifty six ERA, so pretty good. All right. And then the Portland Sea Dogs they took on the Binghamton Rumble Ponies and won five to three, so pretty good. They improved to sixty eight and sixty one, thanks to a home run by home runs from uh, Benellis and Wilson, so pretty good. Both 11, 11 home run eleventh home run of the year, so pretty good. Wallace gets the win, so he's now six and two with a four point oh eight ERA, and then Getsy gets the save, his fifth of the year, so pretty good. All right, Salem Red Sox they took on the Fredericksburg Nationals, but lost nine to seven. Ugh. They fall to sixty three and sixty five. All right, Troy gets Christopher Troy gets the loss, so he's now one and four with a five point oh one ERA. All right. Then Greenville Drive, they took on the Asheville uh, Taurus and won 6-4, so pretty good. 50-77, and 77, so still not good. Thanks to home runs from uh, thanks for a home run by uh, Marcel Meyer, so pretty good. His fourth home run as a member of the Greenville Drive. Lou gets the win, so he's now 4-11 four, four for the year with a 6.10 ERA, so pretty good. And then De, or De La, 
DeLofario, he gets to save his first of the year. So pretty good. All right. So that's Thursday's box, Thursday's box scores. Friday. All right. So the Portland Sea Dogs, they took on the Binghamton Rumble Ponies and won 11 to 5. So pretty good. Awesome. They increased their record to uh, 69 and 61 thanks to home runs from Drearden and uh, Wilson. Drearden's sixth home run and then Wilson's 12th home run of the year. All right. Massaquito gets the say or gets the win, so he's now five and three with a four point uh, fifty six or fifty eight year end. Sorry, I'm kind of butchering some of these things. I, if I hear the name, then I'll be able to pronounce it. I just yeah. All right, all right, and then uh, Worcester Red Sox they took on the Lehigh Valley uh, Iron Pigs. And lost uh, nine to two, so yeah, they are now sixty nine and sixty four at this point. Despite a home run by a Fitzy or Ryan Fitzgerald, his sixteenth home run of the year. Murphy he gets the loss, so he's now three and five with a five point uh, sixty two ERA. Right. Okay, and then the Salem Red Sox they took on the Fredericksburg Nationals and won four to two, so pretty good. They increased their record to sixty four and sixty five. Thanks to a home run by uh, Chase Medroff, a home run from him, his fourth of the year, so pretty good. All right, Cepeda gets the win, so he's now four or uh, two, three and two, or ooh, I can't talk three and four with a six point twenty ERA. All right, so pretty good. All right, okay, and then the Greenville Drive they took on the Asheville uh, Taurus and won two to nothing, so pretty good. On a walk-off, I should say, a walk-off. So, And I believe that walk-off home run was from uh, Corey uh, Rozier, his first home run as a member of the Red Sox organization and as a member of the Greenville Drive. So pretty, that was one of the guys we got in the Hosmer trade. So pretty good. All right, 51-77 and 77 at this point. Saluki, so he gets this win, so he's now 3-4 uh, and four with a 4.50 ERA. So pretty good. All right. And then on Saturday, here we go. So the Portland Sea Dogs, they took on the Binghamton Rumble Ponies again and won four to three. So pretty good. They increased their record to 70 and 61, thanks to a home run by uh, David Hamilton, his 12th of the year. Uh, Hart gets the win, so he's now two and one with a 4.95 ERA. And then Kennedy gets the save, his fifth of the year. Then the or the Worcester Red Sox they took on the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs and lost again nine to five. They are now 69-65 at this point, despite a home run by uh, Manessis, his ninth of the year. Uh, Winkowski gets the loss, so he's now uh, two and three with a three point seventy three year. Yeah. All right. Then the Greenville Drive they took on the Asheville Taurus and won five to three. All right, pretty good. They fought, they increased their record to fifty two and seventy seven, the thanks to a home run by uh, Blaze Jordan, his fourth of the year, so pretty good. Olds gets the win, so he's now four and nine with a six point oh one ERA, and then Webb gets the save, his seventh of the year. All right, and then the Salem Red Sox, they did, uh, their game got rained out slash canceled. They probably aren't going to make it up again because yeah, yeah. So they're because their season pretty much is done at the, after uh, by Sunday. Or today, so yeah, they decide, yeah, just forget about it. So that game got canceled against the Fredericksburg uh, Nationals. Come back tomorrow uh, or today, Sunday, which by the way, September 11th. All right, 
or the Portland Sea or the Portland Sea Dogs. They took on the Binghamton Rumble Ponies and won eight to five. So pretty good. They increased their record to seventy one and sixty two. Uh, Wallace gets the win, so he's now seven and two with three point ninety five ERA. And Getsy gets to save his sixth of the year. All right. Or Gettys, Gettys. I should say that Gettys gets, yeah, Gettys. All right. All right. And then the Salem Red Sox, they finish up the regular season and the season with the Fredericksburg Nationals, but with a loss 14 to 2. They fall to 64 and 66 for the year. Dobbins gets the loss, so he's now 0 and 5 with a 5.25 ERA. Can't have that. All right. Then the Greenville Drive, they wrapped up their regular season and season with a game against the Asheville Tourists and lost 9-1. They finished the year 52-78. and 78. Um, per, or per Padron Artillas gets the loss, so he's finished the year 3-12 and 12 with a 5.95 ERA. And then um, the Wu Sox, are, their game got canceled slash rained out. With the Lehigh, Lehigh uh, Valley Iron Pigs. So that game did not happen today. So, yeah. So that's it for scores. All right. Let's see you on Monday. Anything going on? Nope. All right. And then uh, Tuesday, we'll start things back up again. Uh, last week of the regular season for the Portland Sea Dogs. Hopefully, they'll get into the postseason. But here we are. So for Tuesday, the Worcester Red Sox, they'll take on the Scranton Wilkes Bar uh, Real. Rail Riders, so yeah, the Yankees Triple A teams. We're playing the Yankees on Tuesday and Wednesday. We're playing the Rail Riders all week, or the Wu Sox are playing the Rail Riders all week. All right, pretty good. That game will be at six forty-five uh, Eastern Time, five thirty-five Central Time for me. No starter has been announced yet for the Wu Sox for that game, and probably won't until we get closer to Tuesday. Then the Portland Sea Dogs. Oh man, this is another Yankees week too, huh? Portland Sea Dogs will take on the Somerset uh, Patriots, Yankees Double A team, um, in uh, in Somerset, a Yankees affiliate team in Massachusetts. Unreal. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that game will be at six forty-five Eastern Time, five thirty-five Central Time for me. No starter, as usual, has been announced yet. All right. And that's pretty much the only two. Uh. uh Farm system teams are still going on right now. I mean, Portland's going to wrap up their regular season this weekend, so or this coming weekend. So uh, yeah. we're getting kind of close to the end for some of these uh, um, farm system teams. And that will be it for what's up on the farm. All right. We will go to break and then wrap it up with regular season standings, posting the standings slash picture, Red Sox stat leaders, fantasy baseball update, your series look ahead to the Yankees series, which is basically a two-game series, and final thoughts. All right, so don't go anywhere, folks. All right, we are back to uh, start with uh, regular season standings and postseason picture. Let's see. All right, what is the regular season standings look like after today? All right. In the American League, in the Eastern or in the East Division, Lena Pack still is the New York Yankees with an 85 and 56 record, but right behind them by five and a half games is the Tampa Bay Rays with a 78 and 60 record. Right behind them are the Toronto Blue Jays, 78 and 61. Behind them are the Baltimore Orioles, 73 and 67. And in dead last place, 16 games back, is your lovely Boston Red Sox, 69 and 72. 
All right. In the Central Division, leading the pack right now is the Cleveland Guardians with a 73-65 and 65 record. But don't look now right behind them. Two and a half games back is the Chicago White Sox with a 72-69 and 69 record. Behind them are the Minnesota Twins, 69-70. and 70. Uh, behind them are the Cleveland or the Kansas City Royals, sixty or is fifty five and eighty four, and in dead last place is the Detroit Tigers, twenty games back, fifty four and eighty six. All right, in the West Division, leading the pack right now and the best team in the American League right now is the Houston Astros, ninety and fifty. All right, behind them are the Seattle Mariners, fifty or seventy nine and sixty one. All right, and then right behind them, or right, and then right behind them are the LA Angels, sixty-one and seventy-nine. Behind them are the Texas Rangers, sixty and seventy-nine. And in dead last place, thirty-nine and a half games back, the worst team in the American League right now is the Oakland A's, fifty-one and ninety. <laughs> Oh, now they're starting to have numbers eliminated. Well, this is the division, all right, so division-wise. So, man, so the Angels and Texas Rangers and Oakland A's have been eliminated from the division race figures. Yeah, yeah I feel like Houston's going to win that division. Yeah, not not kind of giving up on Seattle, but still, I mean, 12 games back or 11 games back, yeah, no way. And way Houston's playing, I mean, yeah. All right. In the National League, leading the pack right now in the East is the New York Mets with an 89-52 and 52 record. But don't look now. One and a half games back is the defending World Series champs. Right on their tails, the Atlanta Braves, 87-53. and 53. Behind them are the Philadelphia Phillies, 78-62. and 62. And right behind them, or, and behind them are the Miami Marlins, 57-82. and 82. And in dead last place, and possibly the worst team in baseball right now, already out of the division, already out of the division race right now, and possibly out of the postseason race at now, is the Washington Nationals, 49 and 82, 40 games back. Yeah, they're already out of the division race at this point. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to win. Them and the Miami Marlins are out of the division race at this point. All right. Yeah, we're still not. Well, six games, but still, yeah. All right. In the Central Division, leading the pack right now is the St. Louis Cardinals, 83 and 59, or 83 and 58. Behind them are the Milwaukee Brewers, 75 and 66. Behind them are the Chicago Cubs with a 52 or 58 and 82 record. Behind them are the Cincinnati Reds, uh, 56 and 82. What? Yeah. No, no, no. All right. All right, and then in dead last place, 31 games back of the division is the Pittsburgh Pirates, 51 and 88. All right. All the Cubs, Reds, and Pirates have been eliminated from the division race in the Central. All right. Yeah, figures. All right. Okay, and in the West Division right now, leading the pack and basically the best team in baseball right now, or it clinched a playoff spot right now. So they clinched one this weekend. The LA Dodgers, 96 and 43. Behind them are the San Diego Padres, 77 and 64. Behind them are the San Francisco Giants, 67 and 73. Behind them are the Arizona Diamondbacks, 66 and 73. 
and in dead last place and um, 36 games back is the Colorado Rockies, 61 and 81. So the Giants, Diamondbacks, and Rockies have been eliminated from the division race in the West. All right, figures. All right. All right. So if the post regular season were to end today and the postseason were to begin, this is what your picture will look like. All right. And as I said, we already got a uh, or got a clincher this weekend. As I said, the LA Dodgers have already clinched a playoff spot, at least a playoff spot um, for the postseason. So there will be October baseball for the LA Dodgers. But first, let's talk about the American League. All right. So here we go. Your number one seed right now, and you're currently still West leading uh, team is the Houston Astros. Your East leading team and second seed is the New York Yankees. Your Central uh, leading team and the third seed is the Cleveland Guardians. And your three wildcard teams in this order, the Tampa Bay Rays, Seattle Mariners, and Toronto Blue Jays. But five and a half games still in it is still the Baltimore Orioles kind of deal. And seven games back is the Chicago White Sox. So, yeah, so they're kind of still in it a little bit too. We're kind of a little bit still in it. Yeah, ten, ten games back. Yeah. Although there have been two team two teams that have been eliminated from postseason contention from the American League it is the Tigers and Oakland A's. The Oakland Fat Bars, Uncle Tom. <laughs> yeah, they've been eliminated from the postseason. So see you suckers in 2023. <laughs> Better luck next year. Yeah, really. Yeah, I was about to say we might be saying that pretty soon in a little bit too. What's our what's our elimination number? This point. 13 games. So Either, yeah, so we got 13 games left, sort of say. Yeah, yeah, we might be saying that in the next few episodes, too. I don't know. <laughs> All right. In the National League, uh, your, as I, or your or West leading team and number one seed and maybe overall winning, overall uh, seed is the L.A. Dodgers. Your second seed and East leading team, the New York Mets. Your central leading team and uh, third seed is St. Louis Cardinals, and your three are in your three wild card teams in this particular in this order: the Atlanta Braves, Philadelphia Phillies, and San Diego Padres. I should say, yeah, well, defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves. Yeah, I should forgot to say that. Yeah, I'm still going to keep on saying it until they actually do lose in the postseason. If they say if they do make the postseason, which it's kind of like they will, somewhat, yeah. Unless something happens in the next few months or few weeks. Yeah. All right. But still kind of in it, too. Two games back is the Milwaukee Brewers. They're still kind of a little bit in the race, too. And a little bit the San Francisco Giants, but still. All right. And your two teams that got eliminated from postseason contention from the National League, the Pittsburgh Pirates and Washington Nationals. Yeah, I'm not going to see Coldy in the postseason. Well, it looks like he's kind of out for the year now, so he's kind of done it's for 2022. Yeah. Yeah, they moved into the 60 DIL, as I said. So, yeah, he's kind of done for 2022. But anyway, yeah, so the Pirates, yeah. So, speaking of which, I saw this on Fox or MLB on Fox. So, apparently, they had a picture for when every team gets eliminated, they have a picture of that team that says eliminated. For the Pirates, they had Patchy the Pirate from SpongeBob SquarePants. That was kind of funny. I just started giggling and laughing. That was funny. <laughs> Man, a hodgepodge of sadness. 
Don't say that, Tom. You might be getting come after by a, a pirates organization. <laughs> We're not a podge of sadness. We'll show you. <laughs> we'll show you. We'll use that as motivation. We'll see you idiots in 2023 because you're going to have to wait to do that until 2023 because you're done for this year. So see ya, pirates, and see ya, nationals. Better luck next year. <laughs> All right, so that's it for regular season standings and postseason standings slash picture. All right, all right, so here we go. So Red Sox stat leaders. All right, here we go. So leading the so leading the team in batting average and also leading the American League in batting average right now is a Xander Bogarts with a three hundred nineteen batting average. So he might be your American League batting champion if he keeps it up. All right, home run leader is a uh, Rafael Devers with twenty six. RBI leader is a uh, Raf or Rafael Devers of seventy eight. Uh, stolen bases is Trevor Story with thirteen. Oh, by the way, he did lead today's game. Uh, he was trying to run the or run the first base, and he kind of had a little bit of a grimace. So hopefully, it's not a leg problem. Hopefully, he he's not out for long. Hopefully, we'll find out in the next few days if he does hit the IL. So stay tuned if that's the case. But anyway, so he's still your. Stone base leader with 13. Runs leader is uh, Bogarts with 80. Uh, on base percentage, it's Bogarts with 387. Slugging percentage, Devers with 531. And OPS, it's uh, Devers with uh, 888. Or 880, I should say. Sorry about that. All right. Yeah, it's 880. All right. Hits, it's Bogarts with 150. Doubles, it's Martinez with 38. Um. Triples, it's Duran with uh, three. Um, walks, Bogarts with 50. Strikeout leader is uh, Martinez with 124. Caught ste stealing is still uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. with three. Games played, it's Verdugo with 134. And then at-bats, it's Verdugo with uh, 524. All right. Pitching, here we go. All right. Team ERA, or Team ERA leader is uh, Nick Pavetta with 4.29. I don't know how that's the case. I wonder if it's starting pitching ERA leader. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Maybe it's. All right, let's move on. All right, wins. It's Walker with 11. Strikeouts, Pavetta with 148. Saved, it's uh, the Collinsville, Illinois native, and I will continue to keep saying that until he is not on the team anymore, is Tanner Houck with uh, 8. Uh, whip, it's Pavetta with uh, 1.32. Um, batting average against, it's a uh, Pavetta with a uh, 246. Um, innings pitch, it's Pavetta with a uh, 155.1. Complete games is a three-way tie between uh, Evaldi, Pavetta, and Waka with one. I feel like that's going to be the same way, head or all for the rest of the year. And then Brazier is your game's leader with a uh, 58. Game started, it's Pavetta with 28. Losses, it's Pavetta with 11. Save opportunities is uh, John Schreiber with 10. Earned runs given up, Pavetta with 74. Runs given up, Pavetta with 74. Hits given up, Pavetta with uh, 146. Home runs given up, Avaldi with 22. And then walks, it's Pavetta with 59. All right. And then fielding, here we go. Games played, it's Bogarts with 130. Games started, it's Bogarts with 130. 
innings played. It's uh, Bogarts with a 1,120.2. Total chances, Vasquez with 649. Putouts, Vasquez with a 610. Assists, Bogarts with a 353. Uh, errors, it's Devers with 13. Double plays, Bogarts with 64. Still stolen bases against, it's uh, Pawecki with 39. Caught stealing against, it's uh, Vasquez with uh, 16. Um, stolen base percentage against, it's Vasquez with 698. Pass balls, Vasquez with 3. Wild pitches, Vasquez with 20. And then uh, fielding percentage, it's uh, Pavetta with 1,000. And then uh, range factor, it's uh, Vasquez with 8.24. So that's it for Red Sox stat leaders. All right. So let's go over fantasy real quick, and then uh, we'll go to break, and then uh, wrap it up with a series look ahead and final thoughts. All right. MLB play. Here we go. So let's start with beat the streak. Hold on. I got to update something real quick. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. So hold on. Before we start real quick. All right. Hold on. Yeah. Here we go. All right. And hold on. I want to do something else real quick. Hold on. Sorry about this, folks. All right. All right. Type that in. All right. Christmas. Okay, so here we go. So, Thursday I had Nick Sensell of the Cincinnati Reds and then uh, Garrett Cooper of the Miami Marlins. Not Garrett Cooper, the actor from the 1930s and 40s. Yes. Garrett Cooper. <laughs> All right. So, um, Sensell, he went 0 for 3, but Cooper went 2 for 5. All right, pretty good. All right, but still, I didn't have a hit streak at that point. Yeah. Shoot. All right. But on Friday, I had Danny Jansen of the Toronto Blue Jays and then uh, Stephen Kwan of the Cleveland Guardians. Jansen went uh, two for four, and then Kwan went uh, one for five. So a two-game hit streak at this point. So pretty good, pretty good. And then on Saturday, I had Brandon Nimmo of the New York Mets and then Raimel Tapia of the Toronto Blue Jays. Nimmo went one for four, and then uh, Tapia went uh, one for five. So pretty good, pretty good. And then today, September 11th, well, now technically, um, hold on, no, crap. Crap, son of a, didn't mean to do that. All right, sorry about that. All right, here we go. Fixed. All right, so today I had Tristan Casas of the your Boston Red Sox and then Nelson Vlasquez of the Chicago Cubs. All right, and then, uh, but, and sadly, the hit streak did come to an end as uh, Casas went 0 for 3, and then uh, Velasquez went 0 for 1, which he had one at bat because he pinched him. All right. Yeah. And then tomorrow, so the hit streak has come to an end at 4, and tomorrow I have Riley Green of the of the Detroit Tigers, and then Chris Murray-Morell of the, St. Or the Chicago Cubs. And subject to change, depending if they're in the starting lineup tomorrow. All right. Okay. All right. So, fry, all right. So, that's beat the streak. And then, quick pick. 
So I had um on so we're going back to Wednesday. So I went five for seven on Wednesday. Thursday I went three for seven. Friday or Friday I went uh five for seven, and then Saturday I went one for seven, and then tonight I'm still kind of waiting on the results. Probably we'll find out as usual until uh, tomorrow morning around like five or four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Why does it take that long to just decide whether I got whether how many picks I got right or not? I don't know. I shall never know. All right. Okay, so Diamond Derby. So I score on front or on Thursday, I scored zero runs on one base. And then Friday and Saturday, I scored zero runs on zero bases. So I did basically just went over for basically two straight days. And then today, um, I scored two runs on 10 bases. All right, so a nice pickup. All right, so pretty good. Add away. Pretty good. And that's Diamond Derby. All right, as I said. And then MLB Pickle. So here we go. So I was been I, I was kind of on a roll for um, a couple of 10 days. So here we go. So Thursday, I increased my win streak to uh, eight games as um, I'm 34 and 16 at this point, 68 68 win percentage, and the correct answer I got right of that was uh, Mike Russo of the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, I kind of forget that he was – he's still kind of playing in the MLB. Yeah. All right, and then Friday I uh, increased my record to a uh, nine-game win streak, 35-16 and 16, with a 68.6 win percentage. And the correct answer was Miguel Sano of the Minnesota Twins. Um, Saturday, I increased the 10-game win streak, personal best, 36-16 and 16 at this point, a 69.2 win percentage, and the correct answer was Ryan Heasley of the St. Louis Cardinals. But today, sadly, the 10-game uh, win streak on picks has been, or uh, guessing was, has been, has, guessing picks has come to an end. As it ends at 10, I'm now 36-17 and 17 at this point, a 67.9 win percentage, and the and the correct answer I should have got right but got wrong was Kyle Gibson of the Philadelphia Phillies. And then on base chase, here we go. Um, how much time do I got left? All right, I got. All right, so here we go. So anyway, so on Thursday I had a TJ script. TJ uh, Shrill of Cincinnati Reds, Jonathan India of the Cincinnati Reds, and then Kyle Farmer of the Cincinnati Reds. Shrill, he got zero bases. India got three, and then um, Farmer got a five. So I had eight bases in total on that day. Friday, I had Hunter Renfro of the Milwaukee Brewers, Keston Hira of the Milwaukee Brewers, and then uh, Andrew McCutcheon of the Milwaukee Brewers also. None of them got any bases, so zero all around. So zero bases for all of them. All right. Okay, and then um, Saturday I had uh, Paul Goldschmidt of the or of St. Louis Cardinals, Nolan Arenado of the St. Louis Cardinals also, and then Albert Pujols of the St. Louis Cardinals, who, by the way, passed A-Rod and now has literally three home runs away from going to 700, so he's now fourth place on the all-time home run list. 697, so pretty good. Yeah. All right. All right. So, goals. Anyway, Goldsmith scored zero bases. Arenado had two bases. And then Pool Holes had seven bases. 
So nine bases in total. So pretty good. All right. And then today I had CJ Chrome of the Colorado Rockies. Your your hot or uh, Yavin uh Daza of the Saint or the Colorado Rockies, and then um Ryan McCann of the Colorado Rockies. All right. And then CJ Crone had one base, Daza had two, and then uh, McCann had uh, five bases. So eight bases in total. All right. Still does not break the single day record, which is 13, and my total bases for the year is 228. All right. That's about it for MLB play. All right. So let's go over fantasy real quick. All right. So in ESPN fantasy, right. All right, so ESPN Fantasy right now. So the Oakland Bavars, they're losing their playoff game, semifinal game, to uh, Double D, 402 to 317. So, yeah, they don't pick it up. Their championship chances are now done at that point. But still got um, at least a week to go. I mean, at least a week to go. And then to the next round. All right. Then the wearing of the green, they're also losing right now 254 to 213 to Team Mackey. So it's not good right now. So, yeah. Ugh. All right. And then Raphael Pay Rafi Devers, they're losing right now to Nashville 426 to 276. Not good. All right. The Yankees lose. So currently they're losing their game. Semi-final game to Team P, 386 to 382, or 302. So, yeah, not great also. All right, dancing on my own. They're losing or losing the our consolation round to Team Rate, 343 to 231. Yeah, not good also. Oh, wait, are they in the consolation round? Hold on, hold on. All right. No, yeah, they're in the constellation round. All right. All right, and then uh, Arthur reads a goat. They're in the constellation round two, and they're losing to uh, Team Hot Hotskins, three hundred and eighty-four to two hundred and sixty-two. So not great. Yeah, yeah, they're even losing the losers bracket. Huh. That's basically what I mean. Constellation bracket. It's uh, basically the losers bracket. All right. <clears throat> not good all right so let's go on to that's it for espn let's go on to yahoo yahoo all right all right so let's see the hold on so the frio takes so currently right now they the for this week the final week of the regular season they are losing right now it's kind of looking like they will lose to beantown slashers nine to one um, that will that will end the end their season with eleven eight and two record, eleven wins, eight losses, and two draws. I'm not really sure where they're at in the postseason at this point. Hopefully they get in, but it's kind of looked like maybe they won't. I don't know. They really choked the last after that trade that we made. They kind of choked. Ugh. All right, all right. So Gombridge. So currently, right now, they or uh. Gombridge, so currently right now, for this week, the last week, they are losing to team that we can't really say online because it's really, yeah, there's a picture of something there that we won't tell what it is. So, anyway, so they're losing that team right now, 6-4, to four, 
And it's looking like they might end the season with a 9-11-1 record. So 9 wins, 11 losses, and 1 draw. All right. And then Section 10. So currently they are losing their game to Andre's Astonishing Team 5-3. So it's kind of looking like they'll probably end the year with a 8-10-3 record. So 8 wins, 10 losses, and 3 draws. Yeah. Hopefully they might make the postseason. I'm not sure. All right. Okay, and then starting nine. Let's see. So currently they're losing the Bozo time six to three. So if they can't get it done, or so they'll finish the year with a five, fifteen, and one record. Five wins, fifteen losses, and one draw. Man, they've really sucked this year. Yeah. All right, and then Royal Rooter. So currently they are right now um losing their team to Townsville nine. Uh, six to three. So yeah. So if they fall, so looking like they will, they will finish the year with a nine, ten, and two record. So nine wins, two losses, and not or nine wins, ten losses, and two draws. All right. And then call him Poppy. So currently, right now, they are winning their game against Cobra six to four. So pretty good. At least they're winning. So they'll finish the year maybe with a twelve eight and. 12 and 8 rec or 13 and 8 record. So pretty good. Awesome. Will they be in the postseason? Let's see. Yeah, they're seventh. Ugh. Yuck. Wonder why they won't show us postseason stuff. Hold on. Yeah, no. Alright, crap. Alright. Yeah, we'll probably find hold on. No, postseason has hold on. Yeah, they're not posting anything for posting yet. Okay. We probably won't find out until the next episode what happens. All right. So that's it for Yahoo Fancy and Fancy Baseball. Baseball. <laughs> fancy Baseball. Baseball. <laughs> All right. Fancy Baseball Update. All right. We'll go to break and then wrap it up with a serious look ahead to the Yankee series and final thoughts. All right. So don't go anywhere, folks. All right, welcome back to wrap up the show. All right, so we have got our serious look ahead to the Yankee series, which is a two-game series starting on Tuesday. Monday is an off day, or tomorrow is going to be an off day, which is basically, hold on, literally 16 minutes away, kind of deal. So basically, or at least my time. I mean, it's pretty much um, tomorrow or uh, tomorrow on the East Coast. Anyway, Tuesday, that game will be at 6-10. Central time, 7.10 Eastern time, and whatever time zone everybody else lives in. Yeah. All right, so it will be TBD. We don't know who the Yankees starter is against Nick or uh, well, Nick Pavetta versus TBD. We don't know who the Yankees starter is yet. All right, Pavetta, he is 9-11 with a 4.29 ERA. Last time he pitched was against the Orioles. Oh, no, not against the Was, hold on, was against the Rays on uh, Wednesday. He pitched five innings, gave up two hits, surrendered a run, walked three people, struck out three, and got the loss in that outing. All right. So, yeah, Nicky Smooch just better yeah, start figuring it out, especially against the Yankees. All right. And then Wednesday, also 6-10 Central Time, 7-10 Eastern Time, and whatever other time zone everybody, everybody else lives in. All right. It'll be uh, Brian Bayo taking on TBD again for the second straight day in a row. <laughs> All right, anyway, they uh, haven't announced who the starter will, for this game will be either for the Yankees. All right, B 
Bayo, he is 1-5 with a 5.79 ERA. Last time he pitched was on Friday against the Orioles. He uh, pitched uh, 5.1 innings, gave up three hits, surrendered three runs, walked four people, struck out seven, and got the loss in that outing. Yeah, all right. And then that will be it. And then Thursday will be an off day, too. All right. All right. And we'll talk about the other series heading into uh, my the weekend of my birthday. All right. Okay. So the weather, what will the weather look like in all Boston, Massachusetts? For Tuesday and Wednesday. All right. Here we are. Right, hold on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Get out of here. All right. Okay. No, not Monday. Tuesday. Ooh. Looks like we might not play. Oh, no. We probably will play. They'll find some way. Magically, it will go away. But anyway, so scattered thunderstorms during the evening, then becoming most clear overnight, 62 degrees, wind to 5, 10 mile, wind to, 5 to 10 mile per hour, and a 40% chance of rain. I feel like they'll probably play tomorrow. I feel like they'll find a way or find a way on Tuesday. I mean, at this point, will they, they'll have, they have to kind of have to make that game up. Wednesday, however, but. Get out of here, Ad. All right. Right, that's your right. All right. Most of clear skies on Wednesday night, 59 degrees, 10 to 5, 10 to 15 mile per hour winds, and 3% chance of rain. So at least we'll play on Wednesday, if anything. Tuesday, maybe, but I feel like they'll find a way of playing. If not, they'll play, they'll probably try to play a doubleheader on Wednesday. I don't know. We'll find out. I don't know. I feel like. I feel like we kind of get a little lucky with some of these right now. I feel like the only time, as I mentioned earlier in another podcast this year, the only time that we got a rained out game this season was opening day. Yeah, literally opening day. Yeah, that Thursday. We were supposed to play that Thursday, and they decided to postpone the game. I was going to take hours, and I took that day off too, too, just because I wanted to watch the game and then found out. On Wednesday afternoon, yeah, the game got postponed because of rain in New York, which I found out turned out to be nothing. Yeah, so they end up pushing it back to Friday, which sucked, but yeah. As I mean, that's the only time a game this year has been rained out because of weather or postponed because of weather. I don't know. I feel like knowing the season that we've had so far this year, it would have been great to have had a rained out game. Just give us a break. Or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's getting close to the end anyway. All right. Final thoughts. I mean, today is the 21st anniversary of uh, September 11th. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of remember where I was at on that day, too. I just got out of school and stuff like that. And my mom told me that uh, two buildings were... I can't... I kind of think I remember her saying that two, two buildings were under attack. I thought, oh, this, they've been hijacked or like something like a hostage situation, stuff like that. But then when I got home and started watching the news, I thought, this is not a hostage situation. This is an actual attack. And there, I saw the two. I saw the second plane go into the second building. I thought, oh, my. I mean, I was too little to start cursing. Like I was like, yeah, I mean, seriously, I was like literally a third grader at that point. But I thought to myself. 
Oh my. This is bigger than I thought this would be. I mean, seriously, this, and that was the first time in our country's history since Pearl Harbor that our country has been under attack on America. Our Americans have been under attack on American soil. And this was kind of a huge big deal. And I feel like this should still be remembered. Never forget. Not just knowing, never forget, but always remember Condiel. And I just feel like this has been 20 year, 21 years since it happened. It just seems, it just feels like, feels like yesterday for some reason. It really just does. So, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, we salute to those who were lost, firefighters and police officers who gave their lives, especially in the New York PD and stuff like that, and the and, or the New York New York City Fire Department were going in and trying to rescue the people in there and giving their ultimately giving their lives to like to save people. And we give them their and we give them their thanks and salute. Which, by the way, brings us to another issue. Uh, we want to give our condolences to the to Anthony uh, for or Favor, Favoraro, for or family as he has uh, passed away. Anthony Favoraro was a former Red Sox pitcher who pitched on the 2015 squad, and he passed away on a car in a car crash heading into a um, 9/11 uh, memorial service. So anyway. So he pitched for the Red Sox back in uh, 2015, as I said. He was mostly a Seattle Mariner and mostly an Atlanta Brave, but he pitched one season for the Red Sox. I I did hear an interesting story about him. So he became a New York City uh, a police officer, and that's kind of how the kind of like his a uh, post or post uh, MLB career and post baseball career. He just became a police officer and a cop afterwards for a uh, New York or for the New York for New York City on New York City area. Because he is from Staten Island and stuff like that. so And that's kind of how he died today in the car crash. Because he was heading to a 9-11 memorial service. So, yeah, that, that just really is sad. 37. Oh, not even 40 yet. That really is sad. Rest in peace, Anthony uh, Favararo. Slanchin. That's sad. Died in a car crash. That young, 37. All right. So that's about it. I mean, and also final thoughts too. Um, today is also the 104th anniversary of the Red Sox Fifth World Series Championship in 1918. So, yeah, so it was a... One against the Chicago Cubs. Um, game six of that, uh, or game six of that World Series was played at Fenway Park, and yeah, that would be the last time too that the Red Sox would win a World Series um, ever since until 2004, and last time they would clinch at home until like 2013. But anyway, Game six was played in that game. They won the series four games to two, uh, thanks to a p- pitching performance by Carl Mays. He won the game in that one, and then. Couple of base hits that kind of won the game too from uh, Amos Strunk, Carl or uh, Everett Scott, who uh, basically uh, Xander Bogarts broke the record for most games played. Like he passed him in the most uh, games played by a shortstop this year. And then um, 
Stuffy McGinnis, which I thought that was a made-up name, but apparently it, it's real. Stuffy McGinnis, so yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, 104 years ago today. And the reason it was played that early, or played that early, ended that early, because of World War One, and also, um, too, because of the Spanish uh, flu epidemic, too, that's kind of was canceled a couple games. So they had to cancel, or uh, um, end the season early, so... Most of those guys will go off to fight because there was a work and fight order, which is either you go to work for the war effort or go off and fight in uh, the Western Front in uh, World War One in France. So that was kind of why the season ended that early and the World Series played that early because usually it's happened in October. But because of World War One and a little bit of the Spanish flu, too, at the same time, they kind of had the kind of call it early. Yeah. 104 years ago. Hmm. Yeah. 1918, which I'm not saying that. <sighs> yeah. I was alive in 1918. <sighs> no. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. A couple of anniversaries today. Yeah. And a passing of a former Red Sox player, really young, too. <sighs> That's so sad. In a car crash, too. I mean, seriously, going to a. Yeah. That is kind of cool that he basically, after baseball, be, decided to become a police officer. That is pretty cool. That is that is pretty cool. That is legit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you for your service. So, that's about it. I mean, got nothing else. Just at this point, I mean, knowing the season's kind of over for the Red Sox for 2022, I would feel like, let's just play spoiler at this point. Let's hurt, team, let's hurt guys like the Orioles. Let's hurt the Yankees this week. This week. Take, try to take two games from them or at least take one, like hurt their chances maybe because they're kind of battling it out now too with the Rays too because, yeah, the Yankees had a 15-game lead and now it's down to like five and a half games. Let's try to – let's try to – yeah, let's try to fuck with them. Let's try to fuck with them. Let's try to hurt their chances of maybe maybe not winning the division and ending up as that wild card team. Yeah, let's try to do that. Let's try to take – can we just sweep them in the two-game series? Can we just do that? Yeah. I mean, we don't even know who their starters are going to be. So, yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, let's let's kind of play spoiler this year. Let's play spoiler. Let's do it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving this opportunity to share. Keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at red underscore charter. Um, follow the show on Instagram or on TikTok at uh, Lowercase Socks Illinois. And then follow the show also on Instagram, also at Lowercase Socks Illinois. Like the show on Facebook, uh, the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter. And then follow the show on Spotify, maybe Apple. We haven't really checked that out yet, what the problem is with that. And Google. All right. With that being said, I believe that will about do it. All right. See you guys. Wednesday, I believe. Yeah, Wednesday. So, manana.